All right. Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Tapcalf Transmissions. I am Corey. Joining me, as always, is Justin. How are you doing, Justin? This is my last day before being canceled for having complex and advanced Star Wars video game opinions, so I'm trying to make the best of it. Yeah, we've we've taken some flack for some opinions that we're about to give tonight. We've, we've expressed some of them before, and uh, people have disagreed with us vociferously. Mm-hmm. That's mm. our V word for the day. Mm, that's nice. Uh, I like that. All right. But today, as you can see, we are going to be ranking as many Star Wars games as we can. We haven't both played all Star Wars games, uh, so we do have a haven't played tier. But mm-hmm. uh, we're going to get through as many of these as possible. There's a apparently a lot of Star Wars games. You wouldn't yeah, know it from what's been released in the I last s- few I years. I swear but... this, isn't even, this isn't even all of them, I don't think. But, but yeah. Yeah, we got quite a quite a journey to go on here, um, and then <clears throat> we're gonna get right into it. So I'll just say, next week, um, I what do we decide what we're doing? Are we going back to New Jedi Order? I think so. The default plan for next week should be balance point. I think if we are gonna be returning to books, but uh, yeah, that's the that's the default assumption unless something major changes that we do have some things up our sleeves. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So yeah. So do you want to? Uh, what was I going to say? Is there any news or anything you want to talk about first? Anything you want to kind of cover or just get straight into the straight into the video games? I don't Are think there, there's been there's yeah, been too much news coming out. There's been a new Andor TV spot. I think there was a few more mm-hmm. seconds of footage in that. Yeah, uh, it was like extended scene. Yeah, enough for me to make a YouTube short on, but not much else. Yeah, we can milk that as much as possible, but uh, it is yeah. not worth talking. I don't show looks bad when it's when it's a 60 second short like you can watch it um yeah yeah no andor looks great andor I was always andor wasn't always my top but I was more excited for it than like Kenobi Mm -hmm. it looks so good we've talked about that before though so yeah I think yeah we were both a bit iffier on andor than I think we are even now we still got a Mm -hmm. month before we actually get to watch it so Mm -hmm. uh we'll see how we end up feeling afterwards but Oh, we do know. I don't know if we knew this already, but it's a two-episode premiere. Um, so it's doing the same thing Kenobi's doing, where it's like episode one and two on the first day. Yeah. Um, but there's more episodes <laughs> of, of Andor, which is nice. Yeah. So there were also uh, last week you ended up having to leave a little bit early, and we were in the middle of some of the questions. I'm going to hold mm. over those questions since they were primarily NJO related for uh, for next week. There were two questions from that. Uh, there. Are they were more related to the books we're going to be reading. Uh, and we'll try to be focusing primarily on the video game questions we got mm-hmm. this week. Uh, but we might be able to do a couple more depending on how long this takes. But it's a, yep. lo- it's a lot of games. It's uh, a lot of ranking, a lot of tiers to, to come. I think the hardest part for me is going to be separating my nostalgia. Because yeah. um, like in, in the best example of this I can think of is probably Shadows of the Empire. Where is it that great of a game? No, probably not. But it was also one of my favorite Star one one of my first video games ever, right. and that and Rogue Squadron were like my two first Star Wars games ever. So I'm gonna try my best to separate um, kind of my nostalgia feelings and my rational kind of just what do I think about this game. I will also note too for those who are just listening, uh, we've got a setup kind of similar to how we do the book rankings. We've got uh, the following tiers: S being kind of the the top amazing. In, like most impressive games uh then we have a b c d and f and then the, of course haven't played 
Uh, and if you want to kind of watch, uh, if you want to watch the ranking or see what the ranking looks like at the end, maybe I'll include a, an imager link or something in the podcast description that you guys yeah. can check out. So we're going to try to be as audio friendly as we can, but for the people who are watching on video, we do have the actual tier mm-hmm. list up. So we'll, we'll try to be as descriptive as possible. Uh, but if you have, if it's all the same to you, this might be one where the, the video helps more yes. than just the audio. Yep, uh, and we've also included the tier list down in the description if you want to play along yourself. Yeah, and uh, we should say that these are, what we're going to be giving here are the objectively correct rankings, yep. even the places yep. where we disagree. Uh, mm-hmm. No, th- this is this is like the most opinion-based thing possible. I am going to try to uh, mm-hmm. to not... I, I, I'm trying to I'm going to try to take into account like when stuff came out and like how other games were at the time rather than just mm-hmm. saying like oh 1990s graphics were shit so I'm going to rank this poorly. Yep. Uh and yep. there's always going to be an aspect of like how much does your own nostalgia fit into that but uh these are going to be entirely arbitrary they're going to be based on entirely different criteria from one to the other probably mm-hmm. but I'm going to try to explain my thought process with each at least. Yep. All right, with that being said, we've got a, a pretty heavy hitter right off the right off the beginning here. We've got the original uh, 2000, and, was it 2002 Star Wars Battlefront? The original first Battlefront game. Um, what do you think of this, Corey? Where's Battlefront 1 lie for you? So Battlefront 1, I think I started getting into it before I was even really, I would have considered myself a Star Wars fan. I had a lot of fun with this one mm-hmm. as a kid, and it's not one that I've really revisited much. Because mm-hmm. like I think for a lot of people now, if you go back to the older Battlefronts, it's Battlefront Two that you go back to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but without spoiling too much of what's to come, I I do prefer it of the two. Like even as a kid, I had a lot more fun with the the first Battlefront. It has some rough edges, mm-hmm. but it also of all the Battlefronts has the least of my least favorite thing in Battlefront, which is the heroes. So for me, I think that's going to be enough to put Battlefront into into the A tier. Okay. Yeah, for me, this one's very close to S, and I, I don't kind of share the same feelings with you about Battlefront 2. Um, the thing that really makes this game stand out for me is just how much fun it is to play with your friends. Um, like, like my buddies and I, we played so much Star Wars Battlefront, and everyone remembers how much fun it is. You're playing Hoth, you've got two of you and a buddy on one side in the AT-AT, um, and then your, your kind of your other friends on the snow speeders it's just there's i think there's been nothing quite like it it's yeah. just Justin bragging good... about how many friends he had to, come on <laughs> we would we would get a lot of people playing this game and i remember it was like the galactic conquest mode there was like a feature like kind of my biggest memory of this game is there's a feature where like one player has to um go in and start the battle and then there's like a countdown of like three two one then it launches and at any point one of the other players can cl- uh, click B mm-hmm. and stop the countdown, and my friend Dan would just fucking... We'd have to take the controller from him because he would just <laughs> keep stopping the countdown. For me, this one's an S, just because it's... it's. And I know, it's early, and there's another S. There's multiple S's not far away, but it's a phenomenal game. So... And, uh, good. I was going to say, it gets credit for... Honestly, a, a lot of the two Battlefront games kind of run together for me like i'm trying to remember which one had like the weird hidden wampa game mode i think that was battlefront 2 but this one for being the first i give it a lot of points yeah like the there's one specific match that always sticks out to me when i think of battlefront one 
where it was on the Geonosis map. And I, I think that Battlefront 1 had better map design than Battlefront 2 as mm-hmm. well. Uh, but it was me and my buddy on Geonosis as the Republic. And it was just our side had been almost completely wiped out. So it was more like a commando action for the two of us <laughs> to kill the entire CIS. And anytime I think about it, I think about that one specific match. Yeah, so yeah that's... I just think about how brutally unfair that game, some of those games' maps were to one faction. Like, it didn't yeah. even try to be fair. Yeah, it... <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, uh, do we want to go, like, fully in order here, how it has them laid out, or do we want to... Yeah, I, I think let's just do it. Unless okay. unless maybe we could take turns selecting one, that could be fun. All right, do you want to take the next one? Yeah, um, so this is one that I really struggle with because of the nostalgia this was a game that i'm sure a lot of you probably played curious whether you have Corey, because it did come with the xbox for a lot of people and that is the clone wars and for me this one as much as i like it and i think it's a really fun game in hindsight it just doesn't really do anything to move it beyond the kind of average and c doesn't mean it's a fun it's not a fun game let me be clear um, that's for DNF. DNF are games that either... <laughs> what? Just a matter of fact. <laughs> this doesn't mean it's shit. We have other tiers for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've got other tiers for that. So the Clone Wars game, it's it's fun. What's there is fun, but I remember I beat it there in one day. It's got this really, it had this really cool wave mode that you can play in multiplayer. It's kind of like a mini horde mode. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I, I think it deserves the C. You're not going to give it the D, but it deserves the C. That's right. Uh, I actually, this is one that I did play, and I uh, something that we're probably going to run into a lot with some of these games is the uh, the quality level of the early 2000s movie tie-in games. Which looking at you, Star Wars Obi Wan. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but this was like there was a lot of vehicle stuff in here. I th- I think it was. Uh, a lot of fun for the time like it definitely yeah. isn't one that pushed any boundaries or blew anything away it was a it's solid a enough game story as well yeah it it wasn't shit it wasn't fantastic but it's one that i've mm-hmm. actually wanted to revisit recently yeah uh to give another try but yeah i i think i'm i'm going to uh to see as well with it it is very short like, um yeah me like I, I remember I beat it in literally one sitting, and I went to my buddy Josh's house, and he was like, "Yeah, I did the same thing." So yeah, like it's it's a good mediocre is mm-hmm. is basically how I describe it. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's do let let's do something that we've talked about a lot. Okay. That uh, not one of the big names of of Star Wars gaming, but I, I think it's a a good niche title we've we're both pretty fond of old racing games mm-hmm. and uh i think one that handles it pretty well for the time is uh i think this is episode one racer oh yeah i can't tell yeah i think that's what that is there's uh, two yeah so we've got bombad racing which yeah. i'm just gonna go ahead and put in my never played uh section and then yeah star wars episode one racer which one is bombad racing's Bombad Racing is. I saw it earlier, but where did it go? Where did it go? Well, it's here somewhere. Oh, it's it's near the end. It's got the big Darth Maul. Bought a third row near the end, halfway through. Okay, right, two after squadrons. Yeah, I got it. 
yeah, I haven't played that one either, but Episode 1 Racer managed to be a movie tie-in game that took something that actually fit from the universe and built the gameplay around it pretty well, I think. Like, mm. it could have easily just been a much shittier Mario Kart or something. It mm. didn't go that direction as much as I like Mario Kart. It, mm. it does well for what it is, uh, but I, I think it, it's enough to land in that same tier, the same C tier of pretty decent, uh, probably upper C, but like pretty decent movie tie-in games that do their job well. Not a huge amount of content that I can remember, but mm-hmm. uh, what's there was was pretty good. So it's a C for you? I think it's going to be in C. I might move some of these around later on when we have a better idea of mm-hmm. what's going to be where. It could end up in B, uh, but I think I think C is fair to, to start off with it. Yep. I'm a little more of a fan of this game. Um I, I think despite, because I, I replayed it on stream last year, and despite how old it is, like it came out on the PS1 and the N64, uh, and also the PC, despite how old it was, the mechanics are really, really tight. Um, there's actually like a pro league that still runs. I say pro league, a competitive league. Um, and yeah, for me, this one's a, this one's a B, I think. This one's a, okay. a, a high B, actually. I had a lot of fun with this as a kid. It's very difficult, but I, I think kind of one thing you hinted at is the length is not great. So it I do like a lot of these, especially now looking at it, I do want to go back and and try a lot of them again, but And this is also um this is also the first we've really seen of Star Wars games being very difficult. This game is mm-hmm. tough. Um, and we're going to see more really t- t- tough Star Wars games. This also features Nugtosh, who I did a whole video on. Did you yeah. see that video? Uh, I did. That was, that was a good one. But uh, your oh. webcam... Do- okay, there you go. We're good. Yeah. The Was that on the Clips channel, or did you do that on iCart's Ladder? I think that was like... I did that a full video, clips. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was a full video. I remember how excited you were about that. It was it was nice to see. Yeah. <laughs> it's creepy. I think I think that's another one that it would be it'd be nice to be able to do a stream with uh, uh, all three of us on, but I think it's only two player like a lot of those games. So yeah, it is, and like you'd have to. Uh, I tried running because I actually kind of wanted to do a, a racer tournament because, mm-hmm. and this is making me almost want to move it up to A. The mechanics are actually <laughs> so good; um, they're so tight. It it plays so well. Um, you know what? I actually am going to move it up to A because what more could I want from a racing game? Yeah, it's got okay. lots of fun characters. It's got lots of cool maps. Like, there's a shitload of maps in this. Um, yeah. But yeah. I I don't know. I, it might end up for, on B for me, but I, I'm not quite there yet. Fair right. enough. What do you got for us next? Ah, uh, right. It's my turn again. Um, hmm. I think I want to present my first ever Star Wars game, Shadows of the Empire. This game has pros and cons. Um, have, you, have you played Shadows, Corey? Uh, go with your thing first. Okay. So the pros. This game has lots of different varied activities for you to do. It's got sections which are essentially, well, you can play it as first person or you can play it as top down or even old over the shoulder. It's got shooting sections. Um, it's got amazing music. Most of it's obviously the licensed Star Wars music. It's got the full kind of Shadows of the Empire tie-in. Dash Rendar is a cool character. 
you get to there's a swoop bike racing scene there's a really cool scene where you fly the outrider at the end it's really cool in that way it's brought back it's also got some really memorable levels um gall spaceport's one of my favorites the one where you go into the coruscant sewers and fight the dianoga's awesome um there's one where you go on there's almost like a dark forces style level where you go on a transport ship all of that's really cool um, but it's kind of brought back by the fact that the, it doesn't play super well. Um, and it's, it's, oh yeah, it's also got a Hoth section as well. It doesn't play super well. Um, it's kind of buggy, uh, but the atmosphere is really on point. So for me, uh, this one's tough because I am going to put it right now as an A. Logically, though, the game, is, I think, is probably a B. So, you know what? I'll move it down to B. But it's one that I personally really love, and I'm happy to come back and play. So I'm going to have to hand in my Star Wars fan card because it's going in the haven't played tier for me. Okay, fair enough. Uh, let's see. Where next? I'm trying to... I'm looking for a specific one. Um... You know what? I, I'm not going to look for a specific one. I'm going to go with the episode three game. Ooh. Which I actually had a ton of fun with when it came out. Mm -hmm. Like, I was expecting a lot less from it, and that might be coloring my perceptions a little bit there. But uh, I, I love being a Jedi there. I think it was the first game I played where you got to actually be a Jedi, which like maybe if I had played Outcast or Academy mm -hmm. first, yep. it would have been lower, but I think I'm going to put it at B. Okay. Um, Again, length is a thing that it, it wasn't great yeah, on no, a lot I, of these games, but... Yeah, this is a game that's like way better, I think, than it has any right to be. Um, yeah. Where... Yeah, I, I, I agree. It might be... I think it's probably... It's a C or a B for me as well, um, but it is, this one's hard for me to rate because it's so not backwards compatible. I, from yeah. what I understand, um, I believe it's ba it's backwards compatible physically, but you, I don't think you can download it anymore. Um, I'm going to give it a B as well because I remember really having fun, and it also goes a little bit above and beyond, above and beyond and doing some cool stuff like it, um, it has... Uh, the alternate endings and stuff like where yeah. you kill Palpatine and stuff. That's pretty cool. So I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a B it's, it's not like a all time great star Wars game or a top tier star Wars game, like the A and the S's. But for yeah. me, it's a, it's a B good, good, good fighting mechanics as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to bring a, I, I this is going to be, I think my first controversial pick. Okay. I am bringing in the, new 2015 star wars battlefront one okay and i did not have a fun time with this game whatsoever no story mode lackluster it's an f for me an f it's okay. i i didn't i got this game in law school um it, it came out earlier i believe yeah 2015 actually no i got it after law school i had no fun with it it was just it, it felt like the most dialed in we got the Star Wars. We got the Star Wars license, and you know, F, F's too harsh. I'm gonna give it a D. We got the Star Wars license, and it's just 
visually stunning. Otherwise, total waste in my opinion. Yeah, I it's not a game that I ever actually played that much, so I don't have you the strongest no. opinions Going on it. Go back to F. Go back to F. <laughs> I don't have the strongest opinions on it. Like I thought it was fine-ish for a shooter at the time, but like it did so little with being Star Wars. Yeah, and it it did feel like it was the biggest. Like, hey, just so making a game with the license, yep. and. Especially when you consider, this is something that I'm going to try to keep in mind a lot going through, like I mentioned. Like, when you consider other shooters that were available that you could be playing instead, Mm -hmm. I don't think there was really a reason to play this game. Yeah, agree. Like, other than this is a Star Wars game, and you get a bit of that, and then fine. It was very sparse. Uh, So, I'm going between D and F with it. I'm going to go with F right now, but yeah. Yeah. One of the problems... Oh, I think it's it's your turn now. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, uh, but were you going to say one of the problems with Battlefront there, or were you going to... No, I was I was going to talk about something else, but let's... Okay. let's well, you do the next one. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with something that is a bit more recent, I think, is probably nice. Something a, a bit bigger name. I mean, we we just talked about Battlefront one, so let's let's maybe okay. just jump straight onto Battlefront two. Yeah, that makes sense. Where it had a super rough launch, it mm-hmm. was really content sparse, but I think it really came back and is a very solid game. Yes, uh, there are a lot of things that I really like about it as a shooter and a Star Wars shooter, but there are two main things for me that hold it back. One is that I just don't like heroes in Battlefront games, and Battlefront two has that in spades both battlefront 2s have that in spades uh the second thing is that i strongly prefer first person shooters which is really why hurt. i cut myself off from a lot of mm-hmm. uh a lot of content in that game because i'd almost exclusively just play as the non-hero non-upgraded troopers which meant i was at a disadvantage to begin with and then even playing in first person you're at a disadvantage so mm-hmm. It, for me personally, it had a lot of, it had two clear areas that it could have been much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's curious still, to where you put this. If it were, if it were the game that I kept trying to shoehorn it into, mm-hmm. I would make it a B. But mm-hmm. for the game that it actually was, and for how often it reminded me it was that game, also with like the, the lack of support for stuff like, uh, starfighter assault which had like a lot of core stuff that i really like but it didn't didn't get the support mm-hmm. either from the community or from, or from the devs because there just wasn't as much interest there i i think i have to put it in c i respect that uh I've got i might move it up to b later but i got an interesting history with battlefront 2017 it was the like the that game came out right when i started youtube mm-hmm. um so i got to go to a, an event where like a review event for Battlefront 2 it was where I got to meet a bunch of people who become my friends like like Alex and, and others and that was really cool and we played through the whole game and I just as much as I loved it one thing that I still kind of think about now is how underwhelming and disappointing the story was where you're frozen again I don't know oh let me fix that how underwhelming and disappointing the story was 
but it wasn't an it wasn't a thing where they cheaped out in the story clearly i think it was meant to be bigger there's some kind of hints at that if you pay attention um but i just didn't really like the direction the story when i thought it was a bit of a a bit of a cop-out and my biggest problem was i didn't find the shooting mechanics fun and in a shooting game that's a bit of a problem it wasn't kind of the return to classic battlefront form that i wanted it was too much of a like it, and it also didn't go the other way and be like a full battlefield experience either um the shooting was it was too like floaty not tight enough um another really one of the most impressive visual games ever i think certainly one of the most impressive star wars games the the starfighter assault mode was really fun but it probably shouldn't have existed because i feel like it probably yeah. took development time away from other things even if it was outsourced so for me this is a game that's almost an a the heroes versus villains mode is pretty impressive all this the content all the support they put out is really impressive but i don't find myself ever wanting to play this game so i can't justify putting it as an a right. i i'm jumping between b and c here still I I was primarily thinking about the multiplayer, but I'm actually probably one of the few people that actually really enjoyed the campaign. Uh, I didn't enjoy Resurrection as much, I don't think, uh, like the DLC campaign that came out. But I actually I did have fun with the uh, with the story mode, and I especially liked having Shriv. So, so I'm doing this next one just to piss off um, Star Wars Battlefront Two fans who already kind of have a bit of a problem with me. That's because I am picking my favorite Star Wars video game. Do we, do we of all go time. there now, though? I don't know if we want to. You, you can. I won't stop. I'm going you. there now. Okay. Star Wars, Star Wars Squadrons. Absolute S tier game for me. Yeah. Uh, this is the best multiplayer Star Wars game ever, in my opinion. Close to Battlefront 2 is there for different reasons. Not enough people played the game. It's like. It's, it's basically like a arena shooter or a MOBA. Um. And it's just, it's so good, and I don't think any game, Star Wars game, has nailed the, the the good mix between fun arcade flying and something closer to a sim. Uh, like, this game comes right in between, say, an X-Wing Alliance or and a Battlefront 2 in terms of its complexity. The game has so much freedom, and I think Star Wars Battlefront 2 is one of my, or sorry, I think um, Squadrons is one <laughs> of my favorite games of all time. Like, yeah. the feeling you get when you're flying in your squad and everybody is together and working and communicating, I don't think I've ever had an experience that fun as I did with uh, with Star Wars Squadrons. So, easy S for me. Yeah, absolutely agree. It is, it is my favorite Star Wars game. It is one of my favorite games, if not my favorite game of all time. Like, in the lead-up to Squadrons coming out, I was like super excited for pretty much every aspect of it and it mm -hmm. delivered on basically all of them. The story campaign was met, it was a tutorial, whatever. That yep. could have been better, but I don't think like with the resources the game had, there was much you forty dollar could game have expected well. there. Yeah, it's a forty dollar game at the time. It was clearly a passion project by the devs. And mm -hmm. uh I really I have never wished a game was live service more than this. But like the main thing for me when I was waiting for it was like this would be so cool in VR. So I bought like a secondhand VR headset for it mm. and it delivered on that more than I was expecting as well. It's just so cool being able to uh, 
play a competitive game like that that is so tight in its mechanics it once yep. you get up to a lot of the higher level strats and like yeah there were a lot of exploity things that players can do but while they had the devs on the game mm-hmm. uh they were pretty responsive in fixing some of those things it just only had a limited support window so mm-hmm. yeah i don't think i've played a game as much as i've played that one while still wanting to play it so much afterwards oh yeah, yeah totally like we could play for like four or five hours a night yeah. and i would like i it, it it i feel the same way playing squadrons i do playing halo 3 where it's like when you've got the everyone communicating and it's a tight game and like you know it's just the way they put it together is so clever and hopefully we get a sequel someday yeah like i i think about playing that game at least once a week even though i haven't in a long Mm -hmm. time i I was never able to play as long as you guys because i was generally in vr Mm-hmm. and uh my neck could only support so much of that so i usually play for like two and a half hours when you guys were playing for four but mm-hmm. uh yeah it it was even with my very rough launch experience i i really just oh yeah i forgot about the, that the game. yeah i had to buy it twice i bought the vr headset and i still feel like i, I got my money's worth so yeah same i bought the i bought a well, I kind of had the VR headset for it, but I got a setup so I could play. I got the the sticks for it, the the HOTUS, put fucking $20,000 into a tournament, and I still feel like I got my money's worth. <laughs> like, I I keep my HOTUS on my desk on the off chance that <laughs> you and Charlie might message me, like, we're playing Squadrons tonight, so I'd be ready. Like, I, I'm eternally ready for Squadrons, uh, but it is something where you... Uh, you need to be with the squad. Yep. You need to be Agreed. in the competitive yep. mindset. So it's not for everyone, but for the people that it's for, it is. it delivers Perfect, everything much, you yeah. can possibly want. Yep. And right. I, I also say this too, as like, I had every opportunity to get burnt out on this game. Like we mm-hmm. covered this so heavily on X2 when it came out. Like, and like I've, you know, we spent a lot of time around this game. We could have easily gotten burnt out, and the fact that we didn't, like that—that's that, that, why I choose to rank Star Wars or Battlefront Two as a B instead of higher because I don't have any desire to go back and play that. Yeah. And same with uh, same with Battlefront One. That's why it's so low because I've got no desire to play that whatsoever. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, is there any point in talking about other Star Wars games at this point? We talked about. No, we're done. We're, we're, we're done. done. <laughs> uh. I think I'm going to follow up on that with something that might be a little bit controversial then. Uh, I'm going to kind of stay in the same vein and we're going to go with TIE Fighter. Oh, okay. Which I like a lot of the gameplay in it, but the pacing was very rough for me, especially for a game without checkpoints where it's it's single player. It's not, it doesn't have the multiplayer competitive elements that I liked about Squad. It has really solid uh flying mechanics for the time but the mission design was something that when i was playing it i found really rough Mm -hmm. where you kind of fly off in a direction you wait for stuff to spawn then you have uh like short dog fights and if you happen to blow up in that there was usually five to seven minutes of waiting to get back to the point you had died at. Yeah. And that was something that made it very difficult 
for me to continue playing or finish the game. Uh, yeah, I totally understand that. So I, I again, I'm trying not to be too held up in uh, like a game being old, not holding up as well to like the graphics of a newer game. But I feel like that is something that for me made the game not land as much as something like Squadrons. So I'm going to have to put that in C or B as well. I think I think I'm going to go with B. No, yeah, C. My, my problem on the list here is I don't see X-Wing Alliance. Yeah. And so, like, I'm kind of tempted to, to treat, like, X-Wing versus TIE Fighters also including X-Wing Alliance. Um, because X-Wing Alliance for me is an A or maybe even an S tier game. Um, I think X-Wing Alliance would probably be an S tier game, but I agree. I agree with TIE Fighter. There's a lot of kind of problems due to its age, um, where it's not user friendly at all. It's not meant to be played with a mouse really. Um, it's difficult to get modern, uh, systems working with it. I, in a way, this you can appreciate the slow pace where you know it's meant to make you feel really. It's a it's a it's a pure flight sim. Yeah. But like, if you don't like that, then you know the full dedication to that's just not going to work. So for me, I'm gonna give it a B. Um, and like I said, I think X Wing Alliance is a lot closer in terms of uh. Like X-Wing Alliance is closer to keeping those original mechanics while also um, putting the quality of life improvements in. Like, I think that game had... No, it didn't have checkpoints, but it's just... It's it's a lot more kind of user-friendly. So, yeah, I'm... Yeah. I'm, I, I'm definitely... I might actually... I, I, I'm actually going to move it up to an A, I think, just because it is such a cool game and... I'm being a little bit harsh because of its age, but it's, yeah. Yeah, like for me, it's purely the waiting that drops it for me. Where there was, there was like 15 minutes of total gameplay permission, but I'd end up spending yeah. uh, like an hour on it if I died because I'd like take one missile to the face. And then it yeah. wasn't that I'd have to redo the hard part. It was that mm -hmm. I'd have to you read literally sit there. Like I started reading on my phone because there was nothing to do. Mm -hmm. So it yeah. it was it just wasn't wasn't doing it for me. Totally but agree. There you go. Okay. Uh I want to Okay, this one is going to be I don't know if this is going to be controversial or not. This is a game that's held in very high regard. And while I really like it, for me it's not the best of its series. I really, really like this game. Uh, I'm talking Jedi Knight 3 Jedi Academy. Um, okay. So this is the one where you're not playing as Kyle Katarn. You're your own character. Uh, different mission structure instead of it being a purely linear experience. Yeah. Um, you're, you got to get to choose where you want to go. you got to do a certain amount of missions in each kind of stage. Very cool. I just didn't like it, the single player, as much as Jedi Outcast, which I absolutely loved. That being said, this game is still an A for me. I, I love... I think that the Dark Forces slash Jedi Knights games, Jedi Knight games, are probably the highest consistent. Besides for old the old or Knights of the Old Republic, I think these are probably the highest in terms of overall consistency. Uh, so even though it's not my favorite, it's going to get an A. And I also have to admit, I didn't play the multiplayer as much as others did. Um, so that I for some. I know the multiplayer is still really big, and there's, I believe yeah. it's called the movie, movie Battles mod, 
where you can basically play any character you want. Super cool. I never really got into that, so for me, it's an A. Yeah, I actually played a lot of Jedi Academy multiplayer uh, back in the day, and mm-hmm. I actually prefer a lot of the the single player over Jedi Outcast. Where like I can see it. There's some individually better places in Outcast. It feels a bit more cohesive as a story. But I don't think that Jedi Academy has some of the same lows as Outcast mm. does. There's no Narshada, for yeah, example. Exactly. And you also have your lightsaber and Jedi powers basically the whole time, which is kind of what I'm there for. So I know yeah, it's I like... actually Go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say I actually really like the beginning of Jedi Knight two where you don't have your lightsaber. Um I just think it's a nice difference. And I actually kind of would have liked if they had thrown a level in where you have your force, but not the lightsaber. Uh, but yeah, because yeah. once you get your lightsaber, the, all the other weapons are useless. Like you never, you maybe pull out a blaster to kill an enemy long range, but like, I don't know. Like one of my favorite levels in Jedi Knight Two is the beginning level um, where you're infiltrating the base, mm-hmm. and like it's because it's a classic kind of Dark Forces style. So yeah. yeah, like I can definitely see the appeal of that. I just uh, mm-hmm. I think I also totally. got into Academy first. I'm not 100% sure on that, uh, but like this was like close to their release dates. And I actually, I think I shrink wrapped my copy of Academy and gave it to my friend for his birthday as well. That's cool. Uh, but, but yeah, I think Academy is going in the S tier for me. Okay. Should we move right on and do, uh, do you want to talk about Outcast now? Yeah, let's... Uh... Let's do that. Or sorry, I recommended Academy. Do you want to just do them both at once and then? Yeah, you can... yeah, that, that okay. makes. So for me, I'm gonna put Outcast in the S tier. Again, they're both phenomenal games. I just like the story beats of uh, of Jedi Knight Two more. Uh, I think the villains more memorable. I I really like the the missions. Going to Luke's Jedi. I guess actually, I guess you go to his Academy in both. So that's not really a good point. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. There's just something about the Kyle Katarn mission I really like. I like Jan. And I do appreciate the first two levels where you're running and gunning. It's like a classic Dark Forces mission, as I said. Um, I think that it would have been really cool because the Force powers actually work in a really interesting way with your with your blasters, especially when you slow down time and sprint and all of those things. I think it would have been cool if they would have slowly maybe leaked those powers to you before you get the actual lightsaber uh but still even with that being said this is a is an s for me the narshada level is a real low as is the subsequent one um but that's it's honestly kind of part of the experience as well yeah like i still i love outcast or yeah i love outcast but i don't like it quite as much as academy Mm -hmm. uh like if if i'm about to replay one of them i usually go for academy over outcast uh, mm-hmm. But I still think they're both great, Narshada notwithstanding. But you've got so many great story missions in in Outcast, and I, I think like as a character, Kyle Katarn is much more interesting than than Jaden. Mm-hmm. Though like yeah. being able to make your own custom Jaden is part of that. Uh, though he did get canonized as like the blandest possible character combination. Yeah, I made a I made a Keldor Jaden last time I played. <laughs> yeah, it's always Keldor or Rodian. I think in my mind, Jaden is always Keldor, but uh, but yeah, I think I, um. One of the major differences between Outcast and Academy is also the level structure, mm-hmm. where Jedi and this is why I pump it down a bit. Maybe it's why you move it up. Jedi Academy has shorter levels, um, and it's a lot less like you're in the same kind of 
like the first level of Jedi Outcast probably takes an hour, an hour and a half, and you're kind of in the same base the whole time. I like that. It kind of reminds me of like, you know, the old Half-Life style shooters of old. Um, like the Bespin level is probably my favorite in the series. It's just so fun. Um, but Academies, on the other hand, are, I think, probably a little bit tighter uh, and less... They're definitely less bullshitty, but I, I just I like the old style. Yeah, like I, I definitely see that. Like I, I do prefer Jedi Outcast levels at their height over Academy, mm, but I think the that thing that having the shorter levels in Academy means that they do end up feeling a bit tighter individually. Like you don't have the same lows, even if you don't have the same highs. Yeah. And like I've I never ended up stuck on an academy level that made me put down the game but as a kid there was one level i was in in outcast where i couldn't figure out what i was doing and then i didn't touch the game for 10 years after that which i think there are two yeah there's like two real points in outcast that are just total bullshit there's one like I think Narshada is is a total mess where it's like it's so dark. There's these snipers everywhere. You can't tell where to where you're supposed to go easily. You got to jump on like a garbage freighter. And then there's another. It's like the mineral level where it's like you got to jump. You got to go under the platform and like jump. It's like those games did not give you any hints. Yeah. And I think Jedi Knight Two is like the last kind of remnant of that. We're like, listen, we're not gonna explain this to you. You got to figure it out. Yeah, uh, and maybe Jedi Knight Three is better for that, but it felt kind of just personal uh, preference. Uh, so I'm also while we're talking about this, I'm gonna do something that will again lose me some. Actually, no, no. Uh, we are gonna go from there, I guess. Okay. To another F for me, I think. Okay. Uh, I think that's what this this is. Yeah, that, that's what this title is. Uh, we are going to put Masters of Tereskasi in the F tier. This mm. game, I don't like fighting games at the best of times. I've never mm. been like a big Street Fighter guy or Mortal Kombat guy. I'll play some of them. Uh, I played like uh, Devil May Cry, which isn't really the same kind of thing, but it mm-hmm. not my type of game. And this game was incredibly weird. It has the force using Gamorrean. It has the force mm-hmm. using uh, stormtrooper, who's the son of a grand admiral. Mm-hmm. I actually should do clips about both of those. We things. have other force using Gamorreans too. Through this, doesn't yeah. um, Jedi Knight have one? Uh, does Jedi Knight have a force using Gamorrean? Isn't, the, isn't he a Gamorrean? Oh, is there one in uh, in the academy? No, don't you fight one in the first Jedi Knight game? Oh, yeah, 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 you have Bok. Yeah, there's like the twin, yeah, Bok and what's the other, what's his buddy's name? Oh, Gork, right? Gork, Gork and yeah. yeah. I thought you meant like in the other, yeah, in the other Jedi Knight games. Uh, But yeah, yeah, there there is another one, but like, this is an episode six character that gets turned into a Force-using Gamorrean. Oh, yeah, I've never never played this one, so uh, I didn't have a PlayStation, so it's a no-play for me, so... Yeah, it's I haven't I didn't play a lot of it, uh, but I don't like it. <laughs> so okay. it's going there. Fair for enough. Me. Fair enough. I've never heard a good thing about this game. It, oh. It's it's a it's a trip like that. That's mm-hmm. something I guess. Arden mm-hmm. Lin I think is a decent character ish, but uh, it's like Tarek Tarek Asai is like the one 
it's always brought up. Like it was brought up in Solo. It's been brought up a few yeah. times since. So, but uh, but yeah, it, it's uh, it's it's going there for me. All right, I'm gonna bring up. I, I'm guessing you may not have played these games, and there's three of them, or maybe there's just two of them. Oh no, there is three on this list. I'm just gonna treat them all as once. Super Star Wars. Have you ever played them? I have not. Okay. Uh, let's just, let's just deal with all three at once because they're kind of the same. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna rate one of them, put the other two in that haven't played. Um, these games are, are really good, but they're exceptionally difficult. They've got beautiful. It, it's it's hard for me to say objectively because I've only played them later, but they're they've got beautiful sprites. They've got interesting gameplay. They expand on the sort of story of the uh, of the the respective movies but they're so difficult um which again it's a super nintendo game difficulty was like used as a way to extend the game's life you know what i mean yeah um where it's like yeah you're gonna have to play this for 30 hours before there's not 30 hours of content but you're gonna need to practice for 30 hours before you play it and it's like the most difficult enemies in this game will be like minox or like the i'm trying to remember what it is on tatooine and like the first level in Return of the Jedi's Tatooine, it's got these really difficult creatures, but it's it's also cool. And I, I kept thinking when the sequel trilogy came out, how cool would it have been to get a Super Star Wars version of Episodes Seven, Eight, and Nine yeah. um, tie-in games? But yeah, I'm gonna put I'm just gonna put um, one on B and put the other in. I haven't played just for necessity, just for uh, simplicity's sake. All right. Uh, yeah, I have no experience with any of them. They're just gonna mm-hmm. sit in my haven't played list. Uh, with we do have uh, expanding fronts in the chat, so uh, sadly, uh, Galactic Battlegrounds isn't on the list from what I can see, which I'm oh, weird. pretty upset about. But is um is Rebellion or I don't see it. I yeah, I can't I tell what that. some of the it's... titles are. No, no, I don't see but... it. What's the? Oh wait, did I put one of the wrong ones in? No, what's the bottom right? Is that no? That's Elite Squadron. Elite Squadron, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, there's no RTSs or any strategy games in here other than EAW. Yeah. But, uh, it's just a bit of a. Yeah. There's two or three that they're missing, but maybe we can talk about that if Chad has any at the end that we haven't covered. Yeah. Maybe we can we can talk about it. All right, your so, turn though. Any. I think I am going to do the next kind of. I you know I'm going to go in a similar theme with my last choice. I'm going to put Jedi Power Battles one tier above uh, Masters of Terakazi. It's better than that. Not great, but. Because again, I'm biased against fighting games. I don't like them very much, uh, mm-hmm. but it's it's a better fighting game, so it's going in D. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never played uh, I've never played Jedi Power Battles, so for me, that's a it's another I haven't played. All right, where do you want to go? Um, hmm. I want to tackle the Force Unleashed game. My problem with these with these is that. Uh, they run together so much for me. Force Unleashed one and two. Uh, I guess I'll start with honest. Obvious, honestly, I think of both of them very similarly. Um, Force Unleashed for me is a B. Um, they're fun games. The the second one is probably, from what I remember, a little worse than the first one. 
I think from what I remember, it's 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 very very short, and there's not a lot. Which one's number number one's the the gray one, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. So I th- I think yes. I'll put I think I'll put the Force Unleashed one as a B. They're they're fun games, um, but they're not elite. They're not A level elite. Um, and the Force Unleashed. Do you want to just handle both of them right now? Yeah, yeah. We can do that again. Okay, I'm gonna put the Force Unleashed two at C, because there's no significant improvements, and from what I remember, it's shorter. The story's not quite as good. This is like one issue that's if you're gonna do a sequel, justify it. You know what I mean? Um, where that's also kind of a bit of my problem with uh, with Star Wars Battlefront two, and I know it's one of yours as well. It doesn't justify its existence, I don't think, as a sequel, uh, where there's not enough new content added. Doesn't yeah. really change the game. Um, in Battlefront 2 does more than Force Unleashed 2 does where it's got the space modes and stuff but yeah for me for me it's going to be a a, a B for Force Unleashed 1 and a C for Force Unleashed 2 and just a reminder a C is still it's still good it's not a D and F or when we get to don't like it territory yeah so. so I struggle with these two because I like a lot of the Force Unleashed but there are some things that make me incredibly angry when playing it. Uh, like, I enjoy a lot of Force Unleashed 1, uh, but I don't love the quick time events, and I fucking hate the thing with pulling the Star Destroyer out of the sky. Mm-hmm. I never... that Whenever I've thought oh, about playing... Because of the mechanics of the quick time event, you mean? It's awful. Like, all the quick time events I hate in general, but... That segment in that video game, whenever I think I might want to replay Force Unleashed, I think mm-hmm. of that and I just don't play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that goes in C for me. And I think Force Unleashed 2 goes in D because okay. it took a lot of what was good about the the first game, pared it down and put in more quick time events. Like I, I remember like jumping around something with the Rancor coming after you. And there was so much that yeah. felt like it could have been cool gameplay to do yourself. But then it was all quick time events. So I just—it's like I the don't, super rancor, yeah. right? <laughs> so I—I've never. I, you know, I should probably I, I might do actually, it again, but yeah, I see. I'm, I'm tempted to move Force Unleashed two down. It, it's tough because a lot of these games, I'm trying to go off what I remembered. And I just remember being disappointed with Force Unleashed two. Yeah. Um, maybe I will move that down to D. Don't let Sam see this. <laughs> <laughs> like I—I I could be convinced to move force unleashed up to be looking at what i've kind of mm-hmm. put it with but i i wanted to know that i'm putting it in b while also fucking hating some parts of it so much yeah so much. fair enough okay i think the one that i want to handle next is hmm do you want to just handle all three rogue squadron games yeah i think like we should try to do the franchise not franchises but like the, yeah the series up together as much as we can yeah before so, we do Rogue that, Squad- actually, have you played yep. either of the like cartoon Clone Wars games? Uh, no. Okay, I'm gonna just move those into haven't played as well. Cause... Okay. okay, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, do you, why don't you tell what, what what are your thoughts? Have you played the Rogue Squadron sequels? Uh, yeah i I played. I think I played them all. On, were they all on GameCube or only some of them on GameCube? Uh, only some on GameCube. I have not played the. I have not played the third one, Rebel Strike. I played Rebel Strike the most, I think, but I did mm-hmm. play all of them, and I loved them growing up. There was like the dog fighting modes as well, and at least mm-hmm. Rebel Strike. Uh, mm-hmm. I like 
I haven't played them in such a long time, even though I would like to. I know you played one more recently. But for yeah. me, I can't really remember what was in which. Uh, okay, I'll get, I, I can lay it out for you if you want. Um, because So Rogue Squadron N64 is kind of significantly different than the other ones, um, where that was none the of the levels World are sent in space. Right? Yeah, that's okay. the that's yeah, yeah. the world devastators. Is, that's the kind of last level, no kind of tie-in at all to anything else. So, Rogue Squadron for the N sixty four. It's all set kind of. You're fighting over planet surfaces. It, it, there's one where you're on a gas giant. That to me is probably the weakest aspect of the game. You don't actually go in space. Uh, but other than that, like I got to give credit for just how well. Uh, um, Charlie actually did a really good video on this, how much Rogue Squadron for the N64 got out of the console. Yeah. Pretty impressive game. Uh, lots of different fighters, some cool cheat modes. Uh, I just think it's it's really kind of a really fun, really well-made game. Rogue Squadron 2, it has... Um, it has different things. Like, it's it removes the kind of limit to, to only flying over the ground. You can fight in space. There are different types of battles. To me, though, it's too short to be above a B, which is still good. The original, though, it gets an A. It's a quite a quite a great game. Yeah, I'm on board with uh with the Rogue Squadron and A. Uh, the ones mm-hmm. that I I do struggle with differentiating more are Rogue Leader and Rebel Strike, uh, mm-hmm. because you could do co-op Rogue Leader in Rebel Strike. So my cousin mm-hmm. and I played a lot of that, mm-hmm. and uh, so I think both of those I'm putting at. A as well. Okay. I don't know if either goes fully into S for me, like looking at the other two that are in there and yeah. knowing what Not else might end up in there. But like I love uh, the whole series. They're they're all going in A for me. I think if I were to if I were to take Rogue Squadron and do my ranking, like if I were to remove time, because Rogue Squadron, like it just it's aged, you know what yeah. I mean? And I for that reason I don't know if I can put it among the all time greats, um, but it's it's a very very good game. It's 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 also short. That's kind of another one of the major issues. It's it's short. Uh, there's no multiplayer, uh, but overall, and and it's also really difficult. There's I think two or three levels that are very very difficult. Yeah. Uh, same with Shadows of the Empire. Same with uh, Tie Fighter. Same with Jedi Knight. It's kind of Star Wars games are difficult. The the, the fast mission in this is really hard. Um, any level where you got to kind of protect people, just not a lot yeah. of fun time. <laughs> yeah, like as far as the age stuff goes, I am trying to consider it among like what yeah. was comparable at the time, which is how I'm going to segue into the next game, where okay. I am going to get all the hate in the world for this, but I am 100% objectively correct about this. And Battlefront 2, the original one, is going into the D tier. Doesn't need to exist. The stuff it adds is worse than the first game. It is the definition of a rushed movie tie-in. And like I know people talk about, oh, the, the story missions. It had story missions, but Not they weren't really. good. They, can't, they were the multiplayer maps with some objectives put on top of it. And most of those objectives are frustrating. I I don't have the same nostalgia for this that a lot of people do. Even at the time I was playing it thinking I'd rather play the first one. Uh, mm-hmm. But like my main thing with it is when I compare it to other shooters of the time. Yeah. You have Halo 2 shortly before it, I think, and Halo 3 shortly after it. 
Like it's coming out in a world where Halo Two already existed. I'm pretty. Mm. It might be between Halo One and Two. I can't remember exactly. I think it came out in two thousand and five, which would be after don't, same year Halo. I just don't like this game. After Halo Two, I, rather. I've the most fun I've had in this game was when me, you, and Charlie were playing Pork Hunt <laughs> slash Ewok Hunt, <laughs> which was actually legit a blast. But we were really drunk. But um, yeah. no, I I see where you're coming from. I think how I see it is. The game adds not a lot. I like the heroes. I know you don't. I totally understand why you don't. And the space battles are fun, but not nearly as fun as the ground battles. For me, though, what keeps it up at a high tier for me is that it doesn't really remove anything fun for me. Um, so I still got to keep it an A. I think it's forgettable as a sequel. And if if I were like to to rank things on whether they're... This, you know, earn their title as a sequel and whether they stand on their own merits, I think it would be much lower, which kind of feels a bit more like you're doing. And you're right because the mechanics have aged and I, I think Battlefront 2 was was 2005. Um, and yeah, there were there were better games, uh, but I, I'm still going to give it an I'm still going to give it an A, but I, 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 I see where you're coming from. Even the Call of Duty games, like there are a bunch of shooters that I played at that time that I just enjoyed way more than Battlefront 2 mm-hmm. as someone who was like newly becoming an actual Star Wars fan. And mm-hmm. uh, like the heroes have always been my biggest problem with all the Battlefront games, which is what I talked about with the other ones. And mm-hmm. Battlefront 2 here was like where that really came in. I did enjoy yep. the the space battles at the time, but like I didn't even as a kid, I didn't think they were that good. And like again, I had a bunch of friends who I'd go and play Battlefront One with when that came out, but none of us, none of them, felt especially drawn to Battlefront Two either. Mm-hmm. And like there, there was just so much that was rushed out for Star Wars games because of Revenge of the Sith's release, and Battlefront Two was like. Mm-hmm one of the games that I think suffered the most from a lot of that stuff ending up rushed. Yeah, I I, I agree. One thing I I will maybe push back a little on is mechanics. I agree that they're not great, but I think that even Battlefront 1 was pretty janky for its time. Like, jankiness is one of the things that I associate most strongly with the original Battlefront series, where, like, the games feel like they're they're held together by duct tape. The AI is standing there doing nothing until you look at them and then they, they move out of the way. Like yeah, like I, so the games are fun despite like if, like they're a mess, but they're almost fun despite. That. If Battlefront One had not existed, then mm-hmm. I might have this a tier maybe too higher. Mm-hmm. But my opinion at the time and my opinion still is basically that they took the original game and largely added stuff that I didn't think they handled very well, mm-hmm. uh, like. And especially because, like, no one wanted to play multiplayer of my video game playing friends. If you're playing single player in that game, like, the the story yep, missions, I think, are very fun. bad. And the AI does nothing. The AI is mm-hmm. as bad or worse uh, yep. compared to the Battlefront 1 ones. Mm-hmm. And there was yep. something else I was going to say. Oh, do you want to talk about the rene- the two mobile... I didn't play the mobile game site, by the way. I put them in. Uh, yeah, or the uh, Renegade Elite. I think they're PSP. Yeah. I think I played... Yeah, I- uh, Elite Squadron a little bit and actually liked it more than Battlefront 2, but because mm-hmm. uh, I think I had it on PSP or something. Um, are there any other games you haven't played that we can just knock out? I haven't played Connect Star Wars. Have you played that one? No. All right, let's knock that out. Um, have you played Lethal Alliance? I don't even know what that is. Uh, no, I haven't. 
Fuck, there right. was, there's actually some interesting lore stuff in there that I've been meaning to check it out for. H- have you played Obi-Wan? I was thinking I had, but I'd played the 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 episode one game, so I'm going to put that and haven't played as well. I did play Obi-Wan, but I played okay. it at my friend's house for about an hour, and mm-hmm. I don't remember it other than standing around. Like, it felt like a very average game of its time, but I don't remember enough to be confident. In I haven't played Mysteries of the Sith either. Uh, I, That's the Mara Jade one. I don't know if I'm for Dark Forces. If it's two. safe for me to say this after giving you haven't played, you haven't played Dark Forces. I haven't two, played have any of them. Oh, I, okay. I've wanted to go back and like I know exactly what happened throughout all of them. I've watched my cousins play all the way through Dark Forces because I was younger than them, mm-hmm. uh, and it looked like fun. But it's one of the games that I've wanted to play since I started my channel and partially started my channel to play and to force myself to play. I just haven't done it yet, so I, I can't. Listen, I'm not going to shame you for not playing Dark Forces because I totally get it. The one thing that, like, you're you're the same age as me, the tough thing about those games is that they were PC games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't have a PC when I was growing up that could play them. Um, or if I did, at like, later on, my parents wouldn't have bought me the game. So I'll, I'll kind of just give my ratings briefly. Um, is Dark Forces 2 here as well? Oh, yeah, there it is. Jedi Knight, for me, is, is an A. It's a phenomenal game. It's... And it's a, a mix. It, it's very similar to Jedi Academy where, you know, you start off as a, um, you start off with just the blasters. The first level is amazing. The atmosphere is great. That's the one thing with the game is the atmosphere is so good. It just feels so much like Star Wars to me. Um, uh, it's very difficult though, even more so than Jedi, probably more so than Jedi Outcast. The, the enemies are more difficult and it just doesn't hold your hand at all. Yeah. Um, I haven't played as much uh, of um, of the first game. Uh, that was one that I'd only really played at my... Uh, I, I played like the first maybe six levels of Dark Forces. So for that reason, without any shade to it, just because I haven't played enough, I'm just going to throw it to a B. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, like I, I've seen all of them played basically all the way through by friends and family, but I... Mm-hmm. I've never played them myself, so it would be unfair of me to rank them. You definitely should. Like the yeah. the atmosphere in those games is is great. Um, it like captures the feel. There's like a feel to like '90s Star Wars, be like the 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 last kind of vestiges of the original trilogy era before the prequels that it captures so well in a neat way. Yeah, I think anyone who's played those games will kind of will feel it, and I think you will too when you when you play it. Like, like Mysteries of the Sith has Mara Jade as well, which is cool. I I bought them recently. Uh, I thought I bought them before. I might actually have like multiple keys for them. Uh, yeah. Because they were on they go on sale so often, and yep. like I I own them. They're installed, and mm. I I do plan to play them as soon as I can reasonably make myself do it. But yep. it it just hasn't happened yet. Yep. Totally um, good. Yeah. You'll like them, I think. Oh, have you played Bounty Hunters? By the way, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Okay, do you want to talk about that then, since I just talked about one you hadn't played? Because I've never played Bounty okay. Hunters. Uh, this was another one that I I think I rented it or something. But there's also a chance that I'm mixing it up with a different game, but I don't think I am. Uh, there's one where I... I like the levels, I like the characters. It was a long time ago that I played it. And uh, I thought the gameplay was like decent. It was another one that's like kind of in this c or d tier of like doesn't blow you away it's a good replacement level star wars game for the time Mm -hmm. it came out 
kind of short from what I remember. Uh, mm. But I think I'm going to put it in D. Cause I don't think it's better than Battlefront 2. I think Battlefront mm-hmm. 2 is better. Like, mm-hmm. I'd be leaning towards putting Battlefront 2 at a C, uh, mm-hmm. which maybe I will. But I'll, I'll revisit that at the end. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, it's going in D for me. All right. Why don't you choose another one that we both have probably played? Uh, so Lego-wise, they only have... They've got the Clone Wars, the Complete, and then the Skywalker Saga. Which is your favorite, first of all? Uh, I I think the Skywalker Saga is my favorite of them. Yep, me too. Uh, I played a few of them individually. Like, I've never played all the way through the other ones. I don't know that I've actually played the Clone Wars one or not. I haven't. I've at least played the... uh, I played, like through some of the prequels in multiple games. I'm just not 100% sure which games those are, so I don't mm-hmm. think it would be fair for me to rate them. I'm kind of thinking I might just rate the Skywalker Saga as the most recent okay. one, sure. uh, rather than trying to figure out exactly what I've played from which. Um, okay, so I'll just talk about the complete saga. Before it. The Skywalker Saga is, is, is very interesting because they change so much for better or for worse. Um, I think where that game's... Uh, the benefits of the Skywalker Saga or the improvements are the the size of the game. It's huge. There's so many characters. Uh, the open world and the returning and freely exploring. I mean, it's something you could always kind of do, but it works. It's the best in this game. And there's just so much in the game. The downside of the Skywalker Saga, where it starts to fail a little bit, is the, uh, the linear missions. They're just not as good. Um, which probably makes sense considering they're filling in nine games worth of content. Um, but for me, the complete saga was, I played it through kind of most on my PSP back in the day, just a phenomenal game, a game that I think anyone who played it at the right age probably wanted to complete it. If you were a big star Wars fan, um, I like the Skywalker saga more, but for me, they're both A's. Yeah. I'm going to put Skywalker saga in a as well. And I understand why a lot of hardcore Star Wars, Lego Star Wars fans don't like the Skywalker saga as much. Um, but for me, like I, the, the me- mechanically, it's much better. And there's so much, you can just tell there's so much love put into that game. There's so much into it. Um, but yeah, the main, the main issue is definitely kind of the length, the length of the levels. Yeah. Like I, I liked the episodic content in prior games more. But mm-hmm. I also like the open world style for that game more than I like the episodic content in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going in for playing through the movies, it's it can definitely be disappointing. But mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, I I wasn't going into it for that quite as much. No, me so neither. So it didn't it didn't hinder it as much for me. Though I definitely understand why people would. Uh, yeah, my, like my son's like playing that. through it now, and like he's loving it. And like yeah. the fact that I can get something out of it, and that he can too, I think. Oh, is that uh, not the Skywalker Saga? Is that not what that is? The Skywalker Saga is the no. You got oh, That's it's the... the Force Awakens. Yeah. Oh, so I'm gonna switch that. Okay. I'm gonna put the complete saga as the Skywalker Saga. That's what that okay. stands in for. Um, you're right. I thought it was the Skywalker Saga. Um, 
I'm just going to leave it there. I think people know kind of what I was, what I'm referring to. Um, actually, no, I'll just, I'll just, I'll leave it in. Haven't played. Okay. Uh, let's do, I think it's my turn. Let's, let's, let's tackle the big dog. Let's do Kodor now. Okay. Um, which game do you like more? That's tough. Cause I, KOTOR 1 has more of the like standard adventure fantasy thing going on. Mm-hmm. It feels a lot more solidly put together. But I think for all of its jankiness and incompleteness, uh, and for some mm-hmm. of its lower moments, I do think KOTOR 2 ends up having slightly more interesting stuff to do with its characters and story. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't like the companions as much. There are a lot of planets that I don't like as much as KOTOR 1. But I think the positives and negatives for each one kind of balance them out to be on a mm-hmm. similar level for me maybe kotor 1 edges out kotor 2 by a little bit the combat in both is not great so there's that but so so they're both similar and at what tier i'm somewhere between a and s with them mm-hmm. i I feel like I need to put them at S. I feel like I need to put at least one at S. Mm-hmm. So like I might put yeah. KOTOR 1 at S and KOTOR 2 at A, but they're like both in the that's, in the range. That's exactly what I did. And I, I think it's a shame because KOTOR 2 tells such an interesting story and there's nothing, I don't think there's anything in Star Wars tonally dark and weird and kind of just strange like KOTOR 2 is. Yeah. Um, where like Knights of the Republic one is almost a, like a comfort because like it's 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 like you're you're immersed into the Star Wars universe. Like yeah, there's bad guys going on, but listen, Darth Malak, he's he's a silly villain. It's like it's but for me, I'll always remember when I played that game. I've talked about this before on the show. When I played Kodor one for the first time, I felt like I was in a Star Wars yeah. movie. Um, and I don't think any other game since really, maybe, uh, dark forces kind of how I just mentioned dark forces too, and squadrons, not many games really immerse me like that. And as a kid, obviously it's at a different level. Um, I agree that the combat is, is the weaker points, but I just think for me, Kodor one is tighter. Uh, it's better. It doesn't have the real terrace is a bit of a slog, but not as bad. I think as the beginning of Kodor two, um, and yeah, skip Paragus. Oh, yeah. And I'm I'm also not going to give Kodor to the benefit of no complete completed mods or anything. Uh, so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Kodor one an S tier, one of the best RPGs ever. Uh, I think in Kodor two, it's it, it could have been it had the potential I think to surpass it, but ultimately it did not. Yeah, in my opinion. So that's something I I wanted to bring up with uh, with Battlefront that I forgot to is that none of these, I, I'm not considering any amount of mods for any of these. Only official mm-hmm. games with that, and that's going to be true uh, once we get to, to Empire War as well. Uh, I am considering the game as it is, no fan fixes, no additional content. And mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, like I'm not giving Battlefront 2 the benefit of mods. I'm not giving KOTOR 2 the benefit of mods. Not giving EAW the benefit of mods. So no mm-hmm. skip Paragus mod, no TSLRCM, uh, no like naked Revan mod. <laughs> you're you're frozen again. Wow, I was just thinking about naked Revan. Really intensely. Yeah. 
Am I fixed? Or am I still? Yeah, frozen? you're good. You're good. Okay. Uh, what is this? The, the third one. The uh oh, is that power? No, it's the, Star Wars, the Star dude Fighter. with the with the lightsaber. And R two. Oh, is that one of the power? Pa- no. Wait, what? Do you have one that I don't? Are you making? A no, joke that's sorry. That's that's connect Star Wars. Order? I, I'm sorry. I, Oh, okay. I, I didn't move it. Making it's very small. No, it's very small for me, so I, I couldn't read it properly. Uh, and I haven't okay, played so, this Phantom Menace game either, so I'm gonna. Uh, I have. Okay. it's not very good in my opinion. Okay. Um, it's it's it was actually one of the only games I have for PC. For me, it's a D. Um, and I, I to be fair, I'm rating it after having only played the first three levels or so. But okay. yeah, it's fair enough. Yeah. Um, let's, have you played Starfighter? Uh, yeah, but it was like very small amounts. Yeah. A long time ago. That one's just going in a C for me. Uh, from what I remember, it was fine, but it, it wasn't as good as Rogue Squadron, I don't think. Uh, Battle for Naboo is also missing from yeah. here. There are oh. a few titles that maybe we'll, we'll quickly talk about at the yeah. end, but I, I am going to put Starfighter in haven't played because I, I haven't played enough to get a good enough sense of it. Um, I'm just going to put X-Wing and TIE, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter in the haven't played, because I, I haven't played X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. If I could have it as X-Wing Alliance, it would be... I'm tempted to throw it up in, an a, in the A tier almost as a stand-in for X-Wing yeah. Alliance, because I love that game. I'm actually going to do that. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. Okay. And then we, we're down to three very interesting ones. Uh, Empire at War, Republic Commando, and Jedi Fallen Order. Which one do you want to talk about first, Corey? Let's do... Let's do Republic oh. Commando. I think it's best if we don't end with Republic Commando, and I want you to take F. this one. F. It's This is the one where my opinion, and I think your opinion, Corey, differs the most no. from... Oh, no, no, from... Okay. from yeah, 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 differs the most from the people who watch us. I think Republic Commando is an awful game. Um, there are cool things. The, the story and the tone and the, the in-HUD thing is cool. For me, that is it when it comes to redeeming qualities for this game. It The shooting mechanics aren't fun, which is not great in a game where literally all you do is shoot. Yep. It's difficult, but not in, in an interesting way. It's difficult in that it makes the enemies just um, bullet well, sponges. sponges. Yeah. Um, it's, it's literally three missions long. And none of the missions do anything visually interesting. One of the mission is intense on Kashyyyk. Another mission is inside um, a Trade Federation ship. Another mission, what's the other one? Oh, the Geonosian, the inside of Geonosis. There's nothing to look at. Even if you take Republic Commando and put it in on a big battlefield where there's walkers fighting in the background and orbital strikes coming in, that's an improvement. This game is just... Your dumbass squad mates dying to super battle droids that need 50 minutes of you shooting at it. It's just, it's not fun. I, this is a game where, again, it's literally, you can beat it in probably five or six hours. I think you can beat it in four hours on normal mode. And I was hating myself with just that short of a campaign. F, very little in terms of redeeming qualities. And I'm not just saying that to be uh, contrarian. Because a lot of people like this game. I just, I can't do it. Yeah, like I 99% agree. I think it ends up on D for me. Like I, there's some parts of the game that I enjoy, but a lot of them I just don't. It is not a very good shooter. 
the no. the bullet spongy enemies just take so long to kill anything. And there are a few mm-hmm. parts of the game that are just like needlessly frustrating. Uh, mm-hmm. Like there's one part where you're defending. Uh, there's like a bomb that I think you're defusing yeah, or setting you, up and yeah. you're standing up on this platform. Stuff's coming in the hallway. Uh, and there's so much of it that like, despite being such a short game, it is incredibly repetitive. Like you'll do mm-hmm. three of the same hanger in a row. And then that's, yeah. Yeah. So I'm putting it on D I'm tempted to put it down to F. It's just like, it's a game that I, I've repeatedly thought, Oh, I want to play that game. I'll give like, I'll start doing a playthrough and then I'll remember mm-hmm. about an hour in why I ended frustrated with it the last time I'd played. So yeah, it's yeah. going in D, not quite F for me. Because like, it's not like uh, the 2015 Battlefront where I don't, where I think it mm. needs to justify its existence in some way that it didn't. It's definitely unique. There are some ideas with like the squad command stuff that it says it has, yeah. but then you do nothing with it. You literally cannot tell them what to do. You can't tell a specific one to do something. And I've I've seen people try to use that as an argument for like, oh, they introduced these new mechanics, but you can't use those mechanics. They don't exist in yeah. the game. Uh, yeah. Another, another thing I want to mention too is like, this is a game that came out in 2005. I really like your Halo comparison. Halo 2 came out in 2004. Think of when you fight an elite. Let, let's go back to 2001 when Halo CE came out. You fight an elite on Legendary. Sure, they're bullet spongy. They take lots of damage to kill, but... Their AI is fun to fight. They're dipping and weaving between cover. You can use your movement to give yourself an advantage. You know, when you fight a super battle droid, for example, in you run up and stab, in, stab, stab, move back if it swings its arm. Stab, yeah, stab, stab, like, stab, 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 about thirty times. Exactly. Like the difficulty will be the thing just has too much health and it's standing on a ramp. <laughs> like I, I, I think that the game. Part of the reason why I give it an F is it's not like a, you know, Clone Wars, like Clone Wars, which I give a C, because this game has so much potential. That's part yeah. of the crappy bit. I would, part I would actually love a sequel because I feel like the gameplay for it would be much better now. And I do like I the agree. characters. I like the setting. I do like it that it's one of the first places that tried to turn the clones into characters. Uh, so yes. that's why it ends up in the D rather than F territory for me. I do like it more than. Uh, in Battlefront 2, but, uh, but yeah. I, I think one thing, too, I really want to mention is how unpleasant the shooting is. I know I touched on it, but, like, again, this is 2005. This is the, like, this is the height of first-person shooters, arguably. Um, and it doesn't feel good to aim your gun. It doesn't feel good to strafe and shoot. It just, it doesn't feel like a good shooting experience. Um... Again, compare it to Halo, compare it to any of the Call of Duties, compare it to even... I, I see comparisons all the time to other, like, like squad-based shooters, uh, like Rainbow Six, and those also... Rainbow Six, you know, it, it, it can also feel a bit clunky in terms of aiming and shooting, but that's a game that fully embraces yeah. the squad-based mechanics, and it's not like you're not shooting a Russian in the head for 10 minutes. Um, so, yeah, for me... It's an it's an F just because of how much I don't enjoy playing it. Yeah, like I'm seeing Michael in chat saying a sequel would be nice, but it would be a letdown. Like I'm already starting buried beneath the ground floor. I can't be let down. <laughs> yeah, I true. did. Like a part of what makes me put it a little bit higher is that I partially remember enjoying it as a kid, 
But I was also watching someone else playing it instead of playing it myself. Because uh, it was yeah. in one of those categories of games where like my, my cousin had it and I watched him play it. I didn't play it. Uh, mm-hmm. But but yeah. Okay. So okay. that brings us to the last two games. Which one do you want to cover first? Let's do uh, let's do Empire at War. Okay. I think for both of us, this is an S tier. I don't want to assume too much, but I, I think it's the I personally think it's the best Star Wars strategy game. Uh, I'm gonna try to again. I'm not gonna give it credit for the mods themselves, but I think the fact that it allowed itself to be modded is worth um, some credit. And yeah, I mean. Now that I say, it's tough because so much of the enjoyment I get from that game is from the mods, and I didn't give the other games credit for that. Um, so I don't know. I'm going to give it an S, though, just because it's it's my favorite Star Wars strategy game. Uh, I don't think there's anything that quite... Like, as a kid, this was the game that I didn't get to play as much because I didn't have a gaming computer, like I said, but that most kind of captured my imagination so I wanted to see those space battles played out. It's the only real yeah. game that I think really fulfilled that level of uh, fantasy for me. So that's an, it's an S for me. Yeah, like I I have a somewhat complicated relationship with the game where uh, <laughs> like I I definitely played vanilla a lot as a kid and really liked it. Now it's harder for me to revisit vanilla without thinking of like what mm-hmm. have I or would I change. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are so many parts of it that I fundamentally really like the idea of. I love strategy games. Uh, I broadly love it as a strategy game-ish. I think it has a lot of the interesting parts of some of those earlier games. It was really... Uh... Shit. What's the word? Uh, it wanted to accomplish a lot of things. Ambitious? That's the word. Thank you. It was really ambitious. I need to get my brain checked. Uh, It was (laughs) like having the three different modes was a lot to tackle, and it did suffer from production problems. It suffered from rushing. Uh, It was in that same period as like Battlefront 2, where a lot of these movies or a lot of these games were pushed out quite fast with a lot of problems so that they could match up with the release of Revenge of the Sith or be within a reasonable window. And a lot of that does come through in the game in the same way that I. Uh, that I mentioned with uh, with Battlefront 2. Mm-hmm. But I think the core parts of what's there are really good, both with the land space and Galactic Conquest battles. But there are specific things that are just so frustrating about it when you're trying to play. Like the, It's really easy to come across a rebel planet like Tatooine or Geonosis that has eight or nine ground slots that are full of heavy vehicle factories, which mm-hmm. had artillery as their garrisons, and under base shields, there just there literally isn't a way to get through that. But I also really enjoyed the campaigns. Like I'll, I'll go back and replay the campaign sometimes, even now, and I'll still really enjoy myself. So I don't think it without mods is enough for me to put it in S tier. I think I just, I'm going to put I, it in A. I just yeah, I, I it almost makes me regret saying that the, what I said about mods earlier, because I just can't give a game that I put 1,200 hours into, and I know you've put far, far more, in anything less than S. Um, so I, I'll admit, I am making up an excuse to, like, my justification to put it into S. I, like, that, like, I'm making up an excuse to do so, but, you know, 
I I can't in good conscience give a game that I've played that much anything. Yeah. Anything less than an S. I think you're being more intellectually honest, but <laughs> you know. Yeah, like I'm I'm trying to think like <clears throat> if I hadn't started modding it, if I wasn't in the position I am now, where like obviously it had of all these games, by far the most impact on my life. I would not be where I am right now without this game. We literally would not be doing this podcast yeah. without the game. I would not know you. I would not be doing YouTube. I would not be modding. I would not be, like, my life would look entirely different. And as much as I want to, like, if this was an entirely, how much did this game impact my life? How much have I gained from this game? Uh, mm -hmm. not just from how the game is, but from everything surrounding it. It would definitely be like S plus tier for me. But if I'm no. judging it as just how is the gameplay of this game in an unmodded form without any of the benefits of those extra bits of hindsight, then if I'm just thinking of do I want to go back and play the base game sometimes? Yeah. Do I oftentimes enjoy it? Yeah. Uh, but there are still those things that make me feel like putting it above, mm -hmm. uh, like putting it up with Squadrons and Academy and Knights of the Old Republic and above some of these other A tier games. I don't quite agree with it. I know you're right, and I you're making me want to push it down to A. Like I don't even know if I've played. Like I've probably only played thirty, not even thirty hours of because I came to Empire at War as an adult. Really, hmm. like I didn't play it unmodded very much. So now you're making me want to push it down. I, I think I think that's fair. Or if you're looking at the game, it's not on the same tier as what we have as us. So okay. And I, with a, if I'm being sorry, entirely honest, I think like a tier for EAW is probably pretty generous. Like I think it it's not a bad game. I think it's a good game, and a tier reflects that. But I think even putting it at a, we're letting some of that extra context leak in a little bit. Yep. All right, so we're at the final game now, uh, and maybe maybe what we can do because we're running a bit late is um, maybe if we don't cover a game that you want to hear us talk about, maybe send us an email and we'll talk about it. Maybe at the end of next po podcast or at the yeah. beginning. Uh, well, we have it? we do have another gaming episode probably coming up, which we might yeah, be able to put it on. Uh, yep. But I think we should say at least something about uh, Swotor after we talk about Fallen Order. But we won't be able okay. to get to emails today, I don't think. Okay. So, Fallen Order. For me, this is an A. It's a phenomenal game. The only thing that's keeping this back from S for me is I think it got a little repetitive. Uh, this this would be the highest A-tier game for me. Uh, that and Jedi Academy are kind of S-minus almost. Um Having played other Souls games, and I do consider this to be a Souls-like game, you can really see the limits in how the game forces you to play a certain way, uh, which I think is unfortunate given the freedom that other kind of games in the genre give you. Uh, like, obviously you can't switch weapons, but they could have done some interesting things with lightsaber stylings, for example, uh, where it's like you can focus on doing a heavy build or a light build or whatever. Um, but it, it, it's a really great game. Some of the planets didn't hit super well for me. Um, There's a lot of time killing bugs um, uh, when I wanted to be fighting stormtroopers mostly. But overall, a great game. I think one thing that also was surprisingly disappointing was like the customization of Cal, uh, where it was just changing the ponchos. Like that was a small thing, but for me, it hurt it a bit. Um, 
this is a game also if you enjoy it i, re I really recommend playing it on the hardest setting because that's i think the way playing it on the grandmaster setting is the funnest way and surprisingly when you move to grandmaster i bet you you'll find that the game gets easier because it for me when i played it on grandmaster it put me in like okay this is a souls game mindset and uh and i actually found the game easier that way but Mm -hmm. amazing game just not quite up there with the other legends for me uh yeah i i'm in largely the same place as you with that i'm strongly considering putting it in s though mm -hmm. uh i really love the game and i'm really looking forward to fallen order 2 i thought the story was really good i thought the characters were really good i thought the gameplay was really solid i thought the mm -hmm. like level design overall was really good uh like there, there's not really part of the game that i thought was done poorly and there's not really much that i think about the game saying like oh this was great but and if i'm looking at all three of those other s tier games even squadron issues which i do like more than fallen order but like i, I still th look at that game and i say like that game is great but i would have loved more support for it and yeah. I think that's enough for me to put Fallen Order in S. That's fair. For me, like, too much backtracking uh, kind of kind of brought it back to me. Not enough fair in enough. terms of locations, too much backtracking. I also think that they could have done a bit more. A lot of the kind of camaraderie building between the squad, I missed it the first time because you really got to stick around for those conversations yeah. <laughs> when really you just want to be like, okay, like, like I want to get going. Um, but yeah, great game. It's will be nice next time to have. I, I think it's at its best when you have all your force powers, um, and all your abilities. And I think the next game should benefit. Hopefully, you start off at kind of a bit of a stronger uh, point. But the game is also one thing it does that's interesting that other Souls games don't really do is it has that sort of Metroidvania style where you get new powers, you come back, you unlock new. Uh, new pathways and whatever that's not something that i really enjoy um so that kind of brings it down a little bit for me as well yeah like i one of the things with it that i think it shares with only squadrons in and maybe a bit like outcast and academy was that it's one of the few games where once i've finished it i almost immediately wanted to go back and replay mm -hmm. it um, yeah totally and that's like totally that's agree on that secures it for their for me there and but i've been thinking about this a bit more since we've ranked republic commando and i want to go back on something i said uh i said okay. i liked it more than battlefront that's not true uh let's go thinking about it more <laughs> uh and looking at the other stuff i have in these tiers i think i i will put battlefront 2 up to c uh okay reluctantly but uh yeah it's big that's big for you but yeah, uh, so do you want to do you want to put Swotor anywhere? I think like there's a few other games like Galactic Battlegrounds that we didn't put anywhere. But I think Swotor, Swotor is not the, really. Like, live. I I can't give it a fair rating because I don't like I don't like MMOs. Um, I tried to play it, didn't enjoy it. So for me, it would be a for me it would be a D. Mm -hmm. But you know, like I I just I don't like that style of game. I don't like the art style. Uh, but. I don't even feel like there's anywhere close to fair ranking, so I'm kind of actually glad it's not on this list. I, I'd probably put it in like the the B tier stuff. Like I enjoy it. I think the stories are sometimes good, sometimes not. I've mm -hmm. never done like some of the rating stuff 
I'm not a huge MMO guy, but that's probably where it falls for me. Uh, I'm just looking to see if there's any other kind of really big Star Wars games. We do. We got a few more minutes here. Rebellion, if. Uh, that's one that I've never got deep into enough to actually fully rank. Um, again, PC only game. Very, very difficult to get into nowadays where it's, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's, th that's one that I've heard a lot of people find as an S tier. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think it's, uh, for people who will like it, they'll really like it, but it is a lot mm -hmm. of like. You're playing a spreadsheet kind of situation. Yeah, exactly. And the battles are—it's cool that they tried. I guess is the mm -hmm. is what I can say about the battles. Like, if it's very very ambitious yeah. for its for its time. It's got some cool cutscenes too. <laughs> yeah, like I I came into it much later. Uh, my biggest thing with it is that it's just so difficult to actually make the game run in yeah. a streamable way, which has been my biggest problem with getting getting it going so it's hard for me yeah, to like, really solidly talk about it i've had to to open it a few times to get like ship lore stuff yeah. <laughs> like uh what's the what's that uh rebel ship again the, dauntless? the um the dauntless yeah that's got like probably the best lore for the dauntless in it so yeah like it originated yeah. a lot of those ships uh which is which is cool some of them like the yeah the statting is kind of weird because like the Dauntless had to fight. In yeah, SSD. the Dauntless. But uh, yeah, but yeah. Did you did you ever really play Galactic Battlegrounds? No, I didn't. No. no. Like I really like Age of Empires, so I really like Galactic Battlegrounds. The problem with me for it uh, is that like air cruisers exist, and you just they end up wiping out everything. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So it that probably it, I don't like it as much as EAW. I think that's probably a C for a for a mm -hmm. reskin of AOE. It's decent probably not as good of a, as age of empires though good mods again um, but i'm not gonna give it too much credit for the mods just like we did for the other ones and i've never played force commander a few that i quickly want to jump on uh i'm, I'm a, i like to play mobile games i don't think right. you do quite as much um star wars force arena for me would be an a phenomenal game almost an s uh it, it for me that game reached the the amount of fun you can have on a mobile experience. Uh, I mean, Kodor One is also on mobile, and that's an that's an S. But Star Wars uh, Force Arena, amazing game, kind of like a almost like a MOBA, is kind of like a, um, a Clash a Clash Royale. Excellent, excellent game. Uh, I really wish I'd played the, it when it when it was around because I, I did it. It was something. And everything you said has made me really want to. Yeah. There's another one called Lego Star Wars Battles, which is also really fun. The main kind of downside of that is it's Apple Arcade exclusive, and it doesn't really have that much of a community for that reason. So that would still be, a, I think, a, a low A or a very high B because it's got great mechanics. It's just, it just doesn't really feel like a true live service game. Like you kind of need those to be. Um, so that would be a, that would be a B for me. And then there's Star Wars: Galaxy of Heroes, which is one that I've hated on a lot, but I've been playing pretty consistently now for I don't know two months maybe. And it's super pay to win, uh, but it's a it's a fun little time sink as well. So, I, I like the people who take it seriously. It's like a second job, and that's not what I'd be looking for. But I think <laughs> I think it's still worth mentioning. Yeah, I tried to get into it. I don't think there's as much of a game there for my liking. Yeah, 
That's and fair. I'm not as into the grinding stuff. Like you and Charlie love your your docking, uh, yeah. your Dragon Ball docking. I wasn't able to get into that. I've never been quite into the a lot of the mobile games like that. So I kind of felt the same way too. But I will say, like even just playing free to play, there's like a lot. And I I have made a couple purchases since then, but um. There's like a lot of strategy. It, it's not like a uh, Dokken has no strategy where it's literally just like who's got the stronger cards. With this, it's like when you play as Phoenix, it's like, okay, you got to make sure you use your chopper. Like my favorite team is Geonosians because they have really cool synergy. Um, one Geonosian can do massive damage if you inflict enough debuffs and he kind of can wipe them and do 40% damage for each. It's, it's just really cool. Yeah. Um, so it, it's not like completely mindless like some of the uh, gotcha games are, but I also totally get what you're saying where one of the things you get in the game is a sim ticket so you don't have to play the game. Yeah. So like I I like that whole team building element of it, but for me I go to an auto bat like an auto chess game first. And have you mm. ever played any auto chess games? No, I haven't. I think you'd actually really like them. Uh, mm -hmm. League actually has one, like a game mode in the client for it, and uh, like I, I actually really like that that genre, mm -hmm. and I'd love a Star Wars auto chess, which I'm kind of surprised that we didn't get one when mm -hmm. they started taking auto off chess was... a few years ago. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like I, if I, I'm not as into Galaxy of Heroes, but I think the elements that you like about Galaxy of Heroes, you'd probably mm -hmm. like more in an auto battler or an auto. Chess. That makes sense. Honestly, the Star Wars thing does a lot for me. Like, I'm a sucker for anything Star Wars. Like, I will have more fun collecting characters if they look like... Absolutely. You know. You know. Like, and the other cool thing about Galaxy of Heroes, I just looked at it now, is, like, it's got, it has full Legends. So like, you can... There's a Carthonassi, you know. Yeah. There's, like, small Legends. Even the... Uh, what's his name? Bendark Starkiller from uh, the Arena and Kodor 1s in the game. There's lots of cool stuff there. Uh, but... I also totally get where you're coming from. Like, if they do add, like, Figrin Dan into Galaxy of Heroes, if you can make a Cantina Band team, then I'd probably pick it back up. You know, they just announced Jabba's coming, so I wouldn't be surprised if, if the Figrin Dan and the Middle Nodes make it. All right. Uh, anything else we want to touch on here? No, I think that's it for me. I hope you guys enjoyed this tier list. I know there's going to be some controversial picks on here, but uh, the chat seemed to largely agree with a lot of with a lot of our thoughts i'm curious to hear where uh, where the listeners come in yeah so make sure to send us your abuse and uh any games that you'd like to see us discuss more in the future Look, if nothing else our rankings of republic commando and my ranking of battlefront 2 should at least prove <laughs> that we're giving our honest true thoughts and not just trying to pander to anyone that's all there that's all yeah. i'm saying what do you think your other most i i think looking at our list our most controversial ratings would be squadrons as an S tier game because it's kind of slept on. I don't know if Squadrons um, would be seen as controversial so much as just like weird. Because like, I don't think anyone's gonna like vehemently disagree that Squadrons. I don't know, man. I've I've really other seen than like the Battlefront battle two players who are yeah. just bitter still. But there's a lot of those. Like I see, I see a lot of like anytime anytime they would tweet about Squadrons, it would all the comments would be, "Oh, you stop supporting." Uh, Battlefront 2 for this shit game which obviously one not how it works and yeah. like two S tier versus A or B tier like 
Yeah, like I, I, as much as I might get shit for putting Battlefront 2 on C, I also put Battlefront 2 on C and I put Battlefront 1 original up high and Battlefront 1 new down low. So it's not like I'm Mm. just shitting on either new or old Battlefront. I am universally met on all of them pretty much. Uh, I I don't think any of the other ones will really get too much. The only thing that hurts me is not being able to put... Based on my own dumb rules, not being able to put Empire Wars in S tier game. Yeah. It's like probably one of my, it might be my most, in my top five most played games ever. Yeah. It's it's number one on my Steam. Um, if You know what? Fuck it. Fuck the rules. Okay. S. If this. I, I gotta do it. If I was leaning more into like other qualitative factors here, then EAW moves up. And I think other ones move around too. Like if I stop caring about context for when they come out then Mm -hmm. stuff moves around like Mm -hmm. that's that's mostly where i stand the last thing i want to do real quick in in 10 seconds rank your s tiers from favorite to least favorite of your most favorite (laughs) uh i will quickly put them in order okay i'll go first because i know mine um squadrons first kotor uh empire at war jedi outcast battlefront what are yours uh squadrons kotor fallen order academy okay all right with that guys that's gonna be all for today thank you so much for listening watching make sure you rate five star i'm gonna read some reviews next time as well try to work i don't know tell us your favorite star wars game in an email as well anything that you know let, let, we'll spend some time uh talking about star wars we, we are hoping to have a pretty cool guest uh for a future episode but i don't want to talk about that until we get it locked down yeah but, uh, but yeah so next week probably doing balance point uh we'll let you know mm-hmm. if there's any change on that because we do have oh, the potential what about that uh what about that other book that came out the uh is that when does that scoundrel and princess book come out oh i don't know i just got my right, copy well, but if we do that instead i, I think I'll, it's not I'll out for a while something. it's out for like okay. another few okay because we got uh shadow of the sith like a month and a half before as well i control when i got my digital review copy i control f the word sex and it, and it didn't come up, so. Oh, well, then. <laughs> yeah, what's the, what's the point? All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Balance point. Bye-bye.